With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Before Sarah discovered ChumbaCasino.com, she enjoyed chamomile tea. Come on, big jackpot. And being in PJs by six. Let's go. The new fun Sarah. Woohoo! Often thinks about the old boring Sarah yes. and wonders if that Sarah ever really existed. Chumba Casino has over a hundred casino style games. So join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. No purchase necessary. We were created by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And my question to most people and uh, those of you who are listening is how many times are you listening to that voice of fear and it's stopping you from getting to that next level? See, I had fear when it came from running for office. I had fear when it comes to sometimes dating, you know, when you're out and you're trying to talk to someone. I have, I have fear when it comes to making different decisions in my business. I have fears in different areas of my life. But what I realize is that when I'm able to push and overcome those things, and as I, and I, and as I do that on different levels, my life improves. So the question is this. How do thought leaders, school dropouts, former and current students find out what's next after they do or don't cross that stage? If you want to know the secrets to starting the career or business of your dreams, getting paid whatever you desire, and discovering what you do the best with the least amount of effort, then this is the right podcast for you. I'm Sean Anthony, and this is School's Over. Now what? The podcast. Welcome back. So school's over, now what the podcast, and I'm your host, Sean Anthony. Guys, if this is your very first time checking out the show, let me tell you a little bit about what this show is about. It was created to help the former and current students who have asked themselves that very same question. And since the launch of this show, it has grown to amazing levels. We continue to bring you each and every single week an inspiring message or that person that's going to help you become unstuck. And they're going to give you some of the most inspiring content that is going to be your aha moment and is going to take you to levels that you only imagined. And all this great content comes to you right now with no fee at all. 
The only thing that we ask is that if you're gaining anything from this message right now to subscribe, leave a five star rating and a review. This helps the show grow to even higher levels on the charts and also helps us continue to bring you the most inspiring people on the planet. With that being said, let's kick this thing off with the review of the week. And it comes from Jay Sherman. And he wrote, super informative. Sean's conversations with people of action and passion inspire you to realize what you want to do when school's out and the motivation to get it. Jay, I appreciate you. And as long as this podcast is making you want to get up and chase your goals, then we are doing something right. All right, let's get into it. Today's episode features none other than Daryl Bellamy Jr. He travels the world speaking and impacting thousands of students with an expertise on millennial fear. In total, he has collected over 10,000 written fears. Guys, and this guy was a guy who was corporate and dropped out to chase his dreams. You know, what's so interesting about fear, and there's a quote that I love, and it says, fear is the brain's way of saying that there is something important for you to overcome. You know, a lot of times when we're faced with an obstacle and we look at it and we get nervous and we look at it in the form of fear, it's amazing to find out what is on the opposite side of that feeling. And we're going to dive right into this one. And this is going to be one you're going to play. I want you to share it. Take a screenshot. If you're enjoying this message, tag me at Sean R. Anthony underscore. And also tag Daryl as well at Bellamy Inspires. Tell us what you've learned from this episode. And we hope it impacts you to go out here and do something completely different the next time you're facing your obstacle that you call fear. Ladies and gentlemen. Episode 28 with Daryl Bellamy Jr. Welcome back to School's Over Now with the Podcast. And I am here with Daryl Bellamy Jr., the one and only. This guy expertise is on millennial fear, and he travels across the country helping thousands of students overcome just that, man. Welcome to the show. What's up, Sean? Thanks for the invite, man. Most definitely, man. I'm excited for this one because, like, you're somebody that you can see once you hit those stages, people walk away, you know, with something that they can, you know, go out and do something with, man. So what inspired you to kind of create this as like in a movement for you? So for me, um, I got out of college. Um, I tried to start a business to help students. So I always had a passion around probably helping students and helping people get to that next level because I was always a big reader. Um, like in, let's say, middle school or high school, always reading content um, and always learning. Um, so got out of college, was in corporate America for probably around three years or so. But while I was in that job, I wasn't completely satisfied. So even though I was making good money, um, loved my coworkers, I just felt like I knew that there was something more for my life and when it comes to me impacting people. So I didn't have a coach or a mentor. And many of the books that I was reading were saying, yo, in order to be successful, you either need a coach or a mentor in order to kind of like help you get to that level. So, Sean, I went on Google, typed in life coaches in Charlotte, (laughs) (laughs) met with this lady who wanted to be in a life coach or was a full time speaker and coach. And then she kind of led me down that path of sharing my message. So I remember our first meeting, she was pretty much. Like, um, Daryl, what do you want to do? I'm like, I might want to speak to students, might want to impact students, might want to get into real estate and naming all these things. And she said, she like, she, she said, like, stop. Like, she was like, she paused for a moment. She was like, Daryl, your face lit up when you said something about like sharing your message 
um, with students. She said, what was that? And then that was the moment where we decided that, that was the path that I was going to go down. And I haven't looked back since then. Wow, man. So like, like you're in corporate, right? You're doing this corporate job. And for a lot of people that's in corporate jobs, you know, you get kind of nervous and scared to like make that leap, man. So what was it for you that you say, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try something different. So I always knew that entrepreneurship was for me. So I, I majored in business management. So I knew that working for myself was going to be that eventual path. I just didn't necessarily know how to necessarily, I guess, make it to that. So for me, for corporate America, um, I was in there for two to three years and probably maybe like year or two after I met that coach, I made that leap. But what sometimes we don't understand is it was a risk to make that leap, but I set myself up for that. So what I did was I actually saved up like 20, about $23,000, um, during that year before I quit that was going to allow me to be able to make it that year that first year without having to worry about certain things like bills. Cause I knew that that money was going to come in. I also had maybe around like 15 or so thousand dollars in contracts that were lined up. So it was a risk that I took. Um, but it wasn't that huge of a risk because I had that foundation that I had set up. And also, man, I was willing to, if I needed to get in the Uber, get in the Lyft, do whatever it take to make sure I was able to make it during that first year. But when I, when I talked to other business owners or other entrepreneurs or other people in corporate America about, when you're thinking about taking that lift, make sure that you set yourself up with some sort of cushion um, where if things don't work out or if things don't happen as fast as you think they're going to happen, you're still going to be OK. Man. So like, did you always have this entrepreneurial mindset? Like, like take me back to like you being, you know, just a kid growing up, but there's certain things that you were doing that, you know, that you was like, OK, maybe I can make some money with this or maybe, you know, this is my passion and my hustle. Yeah. So it started in like, a, I would say. It was in middle school. I remember selling candy. Um, I had maybe around like one or two people like advertising for me going around. I never let them hold the money. I never let them actually sell the candy. But they were like advertising, tell people like they're all selling candy. Um, and I remember getting called to the principal's office and he pretty much took all my candy and told me it, I wasn't allowed to sell it. But I kind of knew that, I guess. Um, that's why I was doing under, under the table, the undercover business. But you've yeah, always been into um I would say being able to control my own destiny. And a lot of times when it came to being control of their own destiny, I knew that money was one of those ways to get there. Right. So yeah. I knew that when I went to the store and I asked my mom for something, she was like, you got money or you got McDonald's money or, or, or <laughs> you have to pay for this. I'm like, all right. So if I have money, if I'm able to support myself, then I will be able to do certain things. So the, the truth is, is I always kind of wanted to be an adult. You know, people say, um, they don't like adulting. Like all my life, I actually wanted to be an adult. So I actually love adulting because I'm able to kind of like control my life. I'm able to, um, make decisions and not have anyone like parents or anyone come into, um, the decisions that I make. And that makes sense. Like, so you're out there, you're selling candy. They try to knock you down from doing that. And then like, as you go on through like just beyond just like middle school and, you know, start to think about just college in general. Was college an easy choice for you? Like, you know, you had to go there. Was that ever a thought? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I felt like college, uh, hmm, I never had that asked before. I would say that college was an easy choice. So I knew I had, I just felt like college was going to get me to whatever that next level was going to be. Because um, going into college, I knew that I wanted to do entrepreneurship, but I didn't know the path. So I felt like those four years of college was going to guide me into whatever that is. And also, I realized early on 
that college wasn't necessarily about what you were learning in the classroom, but about the relationships that you were going to gain while you were there and the experiences. So I'm always a big experiences person. So when I look back on my college experience, I don't necessarily remember everything I learned in the classroom, but I remember like all of my fraternity brothers that I had relationships with, all the different clubs and organizations that I was in, where the stuff that I learned in those organizations, I'm still using right now today. So I would say that it was it was a pretty easy decision because my parents were like, you probably going to college, right? That was the path. Um, but I also knew once I got there that it was really mad about the experiences and the people that I met that I still literally use right now. Um, that's helping me get to that next level. Um, and I have stories where people from college have gotten me jobs that have gotten me ten to fifteen thousand dollar raises um, mm. based on those relationships. Man, so look, let's let's dive into this because I think people do not realize the importance of just building like just genuine relationships with people that's going to help them in the future. Do you feel like that's that's a, a, a common, overly just like forgotten method is the ability to create relationships with people that's going to last for a long time? No, that's hands down one of the biggest secrets and one of the biggest keys to everything that I do. Um Meeting people and getting to the level where I'm at right now, it has all come from meeting different people who have connected me with different people. And I hope that people can say the same thing about me because I know Daryl, he has connected me with someone who has helped me in different areas of my life. You know, it's literally all about relationships. Um, I was just talking to a friend literally maybe two nights ago about a friend, a young friend that I have who introduced me to He's really into like science and, and, and AI. Yeah. And he was speaking to me about like AI and the future of it. And now I'm totally into AI and learning about the future of technology. And I was just thinking, I told, I told my friend, I said, if I would have never met this person, I wouldn't be interested in this. And I told her, I said, I wonder how much in life I'm missing out on or how much in life I don't know. Um, because of relationships that I haven't necessarily or people I haven't connected with yet. So uh, that's my thing now is what do I don't know? And there's so much that I don't know right now. Um, and who can I meet or who can I get connected with in order to know what I don't know? Because if you don't know it, then you're not able to actually move forward in those areas. So somebody's listening to this right now and they struggle with like just building those relationships. And you definitely have had, you know, your your great moments in doing this. What advice would you give somebody that's trying to, you know, create those genuine relationships? The first thing is get out of your own head. Um, I think that a lot of times when we're meeting people, um, you're sometimes comparing yourself to them or trying to measure up um, for something I, I, I repeat to myself all the time. No matter no matter what room I'm in, is that I'm the pink strawberries. <laughs> so yellow, right. <laughs> Nobody kind of wants to yell. There might be people who are listening who are into it. But I always tell myself that anytime I'm in a room, anytime I'm in a space, I deserve to be in that space. Um, and also realize that most people want to connect. So after a speech, for example, some people will come up to me and, and, and ask me for information. Some people won't. But literally, um, if, if people would just come up and speak or if people would send me an email, it's usually most people will say yes. But a lot of times we get into our head and we don't want to ask somebody out to that lunch. Um, and we don't want to reach out because we think that there's somebody or we think that they're or we're so afraid of of that no or that rejection. Where literally, if you just reach out, you will be surprised how many yeses you will start to get and how those um, connections will, will, will help you move forward. Man, so like if you, you're listening right now, the, the main key is don't talk yourself out of your head and don't be afraid of, you know, what can possibly come from having that relationship. 
Yeah. So, like, you travel the country, right? And you're on these stages, and you're all about sharing, like, your message. Like, what's like, what's a little bit about that message? Like, what what is that message for you that is inspiring those students that are out there? So, my message is all about pushing and overcoming the fears that we have that's stopping us from getting to that next level. So, with every audience that I speak with, or every group of people that I speak with, um, I actually have them write down or finish the statement. I fear that. As in, what is that fear that's stopping you from getting to that next level? Um, I realized pretty much during my college days, um, I ran for student body vice president. That's one of my stories. Um, I ran for student body vice president. I had a lot of fear when it came, when it came to running for that office. I actually lost by 19 votes in the closest election in school history. But after I lost that election and I've, you know, I've lost things or, or things haven't worked out in different areas of my life since, you know, college. But once I lost that, I realized that the voice of fear came in when I was trying to decide what when I was trying to decide whether to run or not, and I almost listened to that voice. But after I lost, I realized how much I learned from that experience. And my question to most people and uh, those of you who are listening is, how many times are you listening to that voice of fear and it's stopping you from getting to that next level? See, I had fear when it came to running for office. I had fear when it comes to sometimes dating. You know, when you're out and you're trying to talk to someone. I have, I have fear when it comes to making different decisions in my business. I have fears in different areas of my life. But what I realize is that when I'm able to push and overcome those things, and as I, and I, and as I do that on different levels, my life improves. So that's pretty much my message. Um, and every single one of those fears that I've collected, I've collected over maybe around 12,000 thus far. I read them in order to just stay connected with what students and what millennials and I even do, um, educational partners and, and groups in general, to be able to figure out what those top fears are. Uh, and the number one, hands down, is the fear of failure. Um, oftentimes, we're afraid of what's going to happen if we fail. Um, something I like to share is that you don't die if you fall in the water. You die if you don't swim. <laughs> so a lot yeah. of times, sometimes you are going to fail. And literally, there's times where I make I make financial decisions where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to try these ads or, or I'm going to try to reach out to this person or I'm going to try this mastermind, right? Yeah. It might not work out. Literally every single time, hands down, I learned something from that. And that's what I just want people to know because as I'm reading these fears over and over again when it comes to fear of failure, I'm reading like failure, failure, failure. And I'm just like, yo, if we can just get out of our own heads, if we can learn that failure isn't the end, then we can literally accomplish so much. Man, that's powerful, man. Like, 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 what what do you think that, that fear is? That they're, they're, are, they, are they afraid that what their friends might say, or are they afraid that it, it it may not be what they expected for it to be? Like, what do you think is that thing that's really holding them, like holding them back? It's, it's, it's that judgment and rejection. It's that if we think about like back in cavemen and cavewomen days, like in prehistoric times, if we were in a part of a tribe, right? Yeah. And we were pushed out of that tribe, what would happen? We would usually die if we weren't accepted. So we all have that innate fear that want to be accepted, that want to be loved. And a lot of times we feel like if we fail, will our friends accept us? Will our family accept us? How will we be looked at by those around us? And and especially, it was probably easier for our parents, but it's probably even harder now for us when it comes to the social media generation where where every time you're scrolling, you're seeing people doing different things in their lives and you're comparing yourself to everyone's, what, highlight reel? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So that 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 pressure to want to compare yourself and that pressure to want to do well um, comes in every day when you're making those decisions. So there might be people who are listening now who might want to try their own business, 
But again, they might have a car payment or they might have things where to the world they look good and they feel like, yo, if I try this, if I fail, how will I be able to pay my bills? How will I be able to do these things? But I think to that person, um, one thing that pushes me past fear and the fear of failure and judgment ejection um, most times is to to remember that the only thing worse than failure is regret. And I don't ever want to look back at my life or certain areas of my life and have regrets based on things that I didn't do because of fear. Um, we've made it through 100 percent of our days thus far. Um, a lot of times <laughs> you're, you're in moments where you're like, am I going to be able to make it through this? Am, am I going to be able to get through? And what we realize is that, you know, we've we've been through so much already. And if we're able to use those moments where we've been through so much in order to push through now, um, there's nothing we're not there's nothing we're going to be able to accomplish. Hey guys, so let me take a guess. You're enjoying the show. And if that's right, please make sure that you take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast right now and tag me at Sean R. Anthony underscore. I promise you this is going to help in amazing ways. And while you're at it, hit the five star rating and subscribe. With that being said, guys, let's get back to the show. Man, I 100% agree with you. I think I will much rather, like, I think nobody wants to look back at their life and regret not going for it, you know? And whether that is starting a barbershop or whether that is going out here and jumping into a career or sharing your voice so your voice can be heard. You, I don't think you want to, like, live your last days knowing that the best version of yourself the world never saw, man. So I 100% agree with everything that you just said. I think we we have this timeline of our life, right? Where we're like, you, you, you're born and then you don't know when you're going to die, right? And sometimes we think it's going to be 80 or 90 or 100, but you really don't know what that day is. So for me, it's like, how can we make sure that we're pushing every day? So no matter when that time is, you're happy and you're satisfied that you know that you actually made an impact. Um, and so many people... When I ask them what they want to do, they say they want to make an impact, right? And they say, like, I want to I want to help people. Yeah. Um, but if you truly want to help people, you literally have to get yourself out of your own way in order to do those things. There's a lot of people who are working in banks right now who want to help people. What are those small steps you can take in order to push yourself out of that? It might not be full-time entrepreneurship, but it might be something that you can do on the side in order to help people. But that fear of stopping them, I think it's important for you to realize that it's not about you at the end of the day. Um, and that pushes me through a lot of fear as well. So before I get on any stage, my heart rate is usually around 115, 118, 19 beats per minute. So I'm still nervous. Yeah. I still sometimes feel afraid to get out there. Um, not afraid. I feel it's, it's more like nerves at this point. Um, but I, I get out there because once I get out there, all the nerves go away and then I get hyped and I get ready to go. Um, and the second, second of all, I realized that at the end of the day, what I'm doing every day to help students and millennials and adults push through fear, it's really not about me. It's about the message that we're sharing, just like this podcast, right? Yeah. So you get on here, you're, you're interviewing, you know, heavy hitters, but at the end of the day, it's not really about you. You are the conduit to the information that people are going to use in order to transform and move forward in their life. Exactly. Exactly. And, and what's so big for me, and I'm glad you mentioned it, is that when you're born and, and when you die, you, you're going to have, of course, a tombstone and it's going to have a huge dash. And I like to look at that as like the dashboard. And for me, even with the podcast, it was like in my dashboard, in that space, in that line, what can I do as far as service to give to the world? And the good thing about what you just said is that you know that when you hit those stages, your message isn't about Daryl. Your message is, okay, how am I about to add value to you? 
And, and I think it's all about adding value to others because I think Tupac said it best. I may not be, you know, that person, but I may be that spark that's going to, you know, enlighten that person that's going to change the world. So if you're listening to the podcast right now and you're wondering, okay, how do you, you know, get out of your comfort zone? I think the first step you do is you take action and realize that you're about to give service for a cause bigger than yourself. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to get a little bit selfish too, Something that I was talking to a friend about also was the fact that, like, I think we have some sometimes people in our life, friends or we have people in our life that passed away or are no longer here. And we were discussing the other day about how sometimes they're forgotten. Um, and if you want to get selfish, like, I, I don't want to be forgotten. Like, I want to leave such a legacy. Um, I want to leave such an impact in this world that people are talking about me and the impact that I was able to give from years on out. And in order to do that, and I think a lot of people feel that same way, in order to do that, you're going to have to take bold risks. You're going to have to do those things that are outside of yourself. Like those people who I remember aren't taking those little small risks. Um, they're, they're, they're actually fearless and they're able to push through those things. That's getting them the most in order to help as many people as possible. Man, certainly, man. I mean, cause if you don't take the bold risk and you take just like the, the pump fake, right? Or, or, or just that one step and, and not take the leap, you're never really going to reach the heights that you want to reach. Like for you, like, and, and going on and, and having, you know, all this, you know, this high level success. Was there ever like a moment, like for you personally, where you was like, all right, what am I about to do? And how am I going to figure this out? What am I about to do? How am I going to figure this out? Um, because I'm always challenging myself, that that happens like once a week. <laughs> I'm always like, I'm always like, what's and I, I think people need to hear that. Like, what's the? I'm, I'm, I'm making like I'm doing well financially, right? I'm 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 impacting thousands of students a year. Like I'm I'm on the road multiple times a year. But in the, the day, I'm always like, how can I take that thing to the next level? And what is that? And what is that next way to do that? So for me, I'm always looking for people who are one or two steps above me. And either hiring them as a coach or, or, or figuring out how I can help them and how we can be of service to each other. Um, so I would say, yeah, I'll, I have those moments often because I'm always trying to challenge myself and not, and not get stagnant. Um, the one that I see is that when you get to a certain level and as you grow, it's so easy to be like, I'm at this level. I'm doing well. But I think we also have to remember that <laughs> there's people, there's always somebody younger. There's always somebody who's got the same energy who's coming behind you. In order, and in order to stay at the top of your game, you have to keep elevating. Yeah, man, you got you got, you got to keep setting the pace. Yeah. And, and and one thing that I've learned is that everybody has a message, and nine times out of ten, people have a similar message. But I think what what is you know the the best the best reaction from that message that may be similar is that we all have a unique way of talking about whatever our message is, and it's going to resonate with different people to a, a completely different type of reaction. And that's why I help speakers all the time because I always say um, it's really not a competition. It's mainly about there's somebody who's going to really connect with you, to somebody who's really going to connect with me based on our story, based on where we're from, and based on what we're about. So I never look at it as a competition when people reach out. I'm always willing to help because I truly believe that there's people who will 100% connect with you, Sean, and your story. There's people who are going to be Daryl people. But yeah. at the end of the day, we can still help each other to be able to reach our certain audiences. 100% agree, man. So, like, I want to ask you a question because I feel like I feel like you're going to go off on this one. And I want to ask you a question because this is a question that I've asked everybody that's been on this podcast. Mm-hmm. 
And if, if you were like someone listening to this right now, you're still in school or you're someone listening to this and you dropped out or you graduated, you got that degree that you always wanted. What would be your advice for that person asking themselves the question of the podcast? School's over. Now what? So school's over. Now what? The first thing to, I would say, realize is how important um, your body and your health is to the decisions that you're making. So anytime I'm feeling down, anytime I'm not feeling right, anytime I'm not motivated, you know, I always try to find a gym, find some way to work out, find some way to make sure that my body and my health is right. Um, the second thing is, is who are the people that you're surrounding yourself around? I think most of us have heard the adage of uh, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time around. But I found that to be true literally 100 billion percent of the time. So for you, if you don't have the same, if you don't have the right people around you, then it's going to be hard literally in order to get to whatever that level is that you're trying to get. So people say, so how do I reach out? What's the actionable steps to find those people? You know, is there any local groups that you can be a part of when it comes to, I think like meetup groups? Um, are there any mentors, other people that might be in your local community that you can sit down with and have those conversations with that once you sit down with them, um, you will be able to connect with them in order to just get that stuff into you. Because I, I, what I realized is that as I've expanded my network and as I have more conversations with other people who are on different levels, my mind expands and I find myself pushing myself more in my business and my life. So the first thing is like, yo, school's over now. What? Yo, make sure that you're eating healthy. Make sure you're at least getting out there and getting active. The second thing is the people who are spending your time, who are the people that you're spending your time around. And I would say the third thing is like, you have to literally keep feeding your mind. Hands down. You got to keep feeding your mind. So is what are the books that you're listening to? What are the podcasts that you're listening to? Um, what are those YouTube videos that you're listening to? Um, I found myself over the last few months, especially in this last quarter, uh, I'm a huge like CNN junkie. So I, I'm, I love I love news. I love politics as well. So I found myself in those last few months literally turn that off and looking at more YouTube inspirational videos where I'm actually learning and gaining. And literally, my days are totally different now because I'm starting off my morning and throughout the night, I'm listening to that type of material. What you feed your mind with will 100% like pay off. Um, a lot of us, we might just listen to music or do other things. But yo, what are those books, what are those podcasts, and what are the things that you're listening to? Hands down, the reason why I'm here today is because back in middle school, back in high school, um, I was reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, I was reading Think and Grow Rich. I was reading How to Win Friends and Influence People. And over the years, that stuff has sunk in my mind. And I'm now sharing that same information with people um, now. Gems, man. Uh, nothing but gems you just gave everybody that's listening to this podcast. And I think a lot of times when you go through something and you accomplish a task or accomplish a goal, if you become stagnant and not figure out how can I continue to be a student, even after all this education is done, I think you, you're pretty much putting yourself at risk for not growing. And I appreciate you for sharing, you know, just that message right there. One thing I also wanted to add, Sean, was when you're around people who are giving you information, like learn how to just be quiet or shut up and just listen. Um, there's often times where I'm around mentors or people who know great things. And literally, I just learn to just be quiet and just listen. I've also found that sometimes I've noticed people who they feel like they know everything and they start talking like they know everything and people stop giving them information. Mm. So let's say learn how to be a student and learn how to like kind of like sit at the feet of, of greatness and masters and learn from them and realize that, that you don't know it all. 
Man, I think a lot of times people just go on a riffraff and cut people off. And, and that's, <laughs> that's definitely very useful information because you might have just blocked the answer to the question that you had. Yeah. Yeah. Hands down. And, and, and when people give you information or give you advice, like use it. So when my mentors say, hey, Daryl, you need to look at this, I actually look at that and then go back to them and let them know that I look at it. There's nothing worse than someone giving you advice and you not using it over and over again. They're going to stop giving you that information. So they say read a book, go and read that book. Make sure you actually do what they say you're going to do because then they'll feel like you're actually heeding um, the advice that they're giving you. Man, and then they're not going to give you any more advice. And you know, it's funny that you say that because like we just launched literally two weeks ago. We just launched a, a private, like one on one coaching program where, you know, now I'm sitting down with people, giving them one on one advice and mentoring them and helping them accomplish more. And the students that are taking action upon the advice being given are seeing results immediately. And then there's other people and it's like, all right, so what are you going to do? And I think you have to really be invested because otherwise you'd be wasting that person who's coaching you or mentoring you, giving you that advice. You were pretty much wasting that time. So I think as a student, like you just mentioned, guys, when you have someone that is there to help and take you to the next level, heed the advice. Hands down. And we, I'm going to say one more thing because I'm just I'm, I'm getting some good stuff dropping. Um, and when and when we are reaching out to people, especially depending on what level they're on, it's important to watch their stuff. Um, read their books. Like there's, there's nothing more annoying than when someone reaches out and they want to know the information they can easily find on my website. Right. Yeah. It's always helpful if you can go, go, uh, go through the website, read about my story and then have questions based on my story instead of asking simple questions you can find other places. Cause when people come to me and say, Hey, Daryl, I read your book or Hey, Daryl, I read your bio. I have questions on this, this, this. Like you get so much more of my time because I know that you've done the homework. Yeah. Um, so, so literally do the homework. I don't care. Like, if you reach out to some crazy people, like, if you read that book, like, you can get in their email a lot easier. <laughs> yes. So many major keys on that, man. Like if you know what gets that person going and, and, and just say, Hey, look, I, I know you, you've worked with so and so and I love you. What topic you guys cover here? And this is why I learned X, Y, and Z. They're going to already say, okay, they're, they're really invested, you know, in me. And there's been people that, you know, have been in the show or people that are going to be on the show. And as to your point, there's nothing better than having them say, all right, do you want to hear a little bit about, oh, no, I already know what you got going on. I'm so excited for this opportunity. Let's get into it. That automatically puts them at like a higher level. So my advice, like actionable, like if I want to reach out to you, Sean, the first thing I would do is I would listen to around like 10 of your podcasts, right? Yeah. Listen to about 10 of them, like know what you're passionate about because i'm pretty sure you share some of your stories on, on here as well exactly listen to the podcast and then reach out and say yo i listen to these 10 here's what i learned by the way here's some feedback or something to let you know that i'm totally involved and totally into what you do and then there's no way that you wouldn't respond back to that but when you just reach out and say yo can you help me when you get five or ten of those emails a week it becomes a lot exactly exactly and i and i think it's, it's more of a like and then plus two you're sharing your 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 knowledge and being a person that's observing and absorbing like that content so it, the response is not going to be hey i want to get on your show it's going to be hey like you just said they're like hey i learned this and i learned that and then it's more of a, okay let's see what you got like see what kind of fit let's see what it's about and see if we're a good connection to work together and that all goes back guys who are listening that all goes back to building quality relationships so somebody's listening they're like all right man i, I got a lot from daryl i gotta find out where is he at like well how can people get in touch with you and like what's your information so feel free to hit me up on at um, Instagram is at Bellamy Inspires, um, B E L M Y I N S P I R E S. 
that's on Instagram, um, on Facebook, and as YouTube as well. Um, and that's the website. So any anything I can do to help, I'm always willing to help you out. Um, and my email is Daryl at BellamyInspires.com. So, man, listen, man, I appreciate you for being on the show, man. You came through and you delivered. And for those of you who are listening right now, always remember, dream it, believe it, go out and get it. Yo, what you think? I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I want to know what you learned. So if you wouldn't mind, would you take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast on your phone right now? Upload to your Instagram stories, tag me at Sean R. Anthony underscore, and then let me know in that Instagram story what is one thing that you learned. I love hearing from you, my listeners, thought leaders, former or current students all around the world. Let me know. And while you're doing this, go inside the podcast app, subscribe, leave a five-star review and a five-star rating. Again, this helps us reach more people. And if you want to be a part of this mission, helping us change the world one person at a time, it makes a massive difference by you leaving a review. Thanks so much. I'll see you next week. And remember, dream it, believe it, Go out and get it.